and welcome to this special Shebang in it series. Uh, this one is the induction series. It's a special series that we're running for people who are wishing to join us or people who have joined us. Uh, so if you've chosen to watch this episode, thank you so much for taking out the time. We're really, really grateful that you're considering us or that you've decided to join us. We're so excited to work with you. Uh, this particular podcast is on our creative team and the way the structure in our creative team works, the different levels of our creative team and really our approach to creativity, it touches upon it. We've got another podcast with our creative leads which really goes into our approach to creativity but this one really touches upon the structural levels uh, and uh, we're so excited for you to watch it. So yeah, we've got some amazing people on this uh, podcast. We've got Aditya, the man on the seat hot seat. So, uh, you know, this is, I mean, you run the role of uh, creative director in offices in Bombay. Sure. Uh, we've got creative teams working also in our uh, Bangalore unit and Delhi unit. But I think what we want to just focus a lot more in this one is the creative culture that we are building here at Shebang. Also, uh, you know, just role clarity on how we've got three levels really, uh, you know, before the creative director uh, so you've got uh, a creative uh, strategist, you've got a creative lead and you've got a group creative manager and uh, you know all those roles are variety of roles reporting to you. Um, so yeah, just let's talk a little bit more about the you know the creative strategist. Uh, we've just done and you know by the way for all of you guys who are watching this particular episode, it'll be amazing. We've got a link below to the the solutions episode because we talk a lot about everyday creativity within that episode and particularly how the solution strategist is responsible for everyday creativity. Uh, we've also got this linkage back to the, you know, the interplay between the creative strategist and the solution strategist. So if you're watching this one and you're looking at a creative role within Shebang, then that's a must watch uh, because it just has a, you know, just a lot of depth and we had, I think, uh, five of our vice presidents who look at solutions. Uh, as well as Akshay and myself on that one talking about it, but uh, uh, yeah. So if you're if you're watching if you're watching this, you got to watch that also. It'll be super helpful. Uh, but just coming back to you know the creative strategist, and uh, we spoke a lot about everyday creativity, and we spoke a little bit about you know the uh, articulating a great brief in that one. Uh, maybe just talk to us about you know the creative strategist and you know what 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 does it entail. So, um, I think just taking a step back on all the roles that you spoke about, I think <laughs> one of the things that we pride ourselves at Shebang is to try and grow people in the system itself. Yeah. Uh, so, I think uh, what's been exciting personally for myself is I've been able to journey through being a creative strategist to a creative lead to a group creative manager and now as a creative director. Yeah. So, it, it's, it's, been, it's been an interesting space to grow with the company and to see how things change across levels. Yeah. But going back to creative strategies, which incidentally is how I also started my yeah. journey at Shebang. Sorry, I just want to interrupt one thing there. Right. I mean, one of the reasons we are doing this is, yes, we love for people to go ground up, right. but also we're doing this podcast in sections okay. so that if people, uh, you know, kind of like if they join at a creative lead level or they join at a group Fair. creative manager Fair. level, also we can bring them in uh, and like let them talk a, a little bit about it. That's what we're also trying to do. So, I mean, we love for people to go ground up, but we also want people to join in from you know whichever level they feel comfortable joining in so that's one of the purposes of doing it but Got yeah it's amazing actually it's amazing to, that we've all done this together from right. like the ground to up right. so uh, 
uh, it'll be great to get your perspective as you've seen all the levels in a lot of detail and now you've got that distinct clarity of what each role entails. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, starting with creative strategist, I think it's an extremely exciting role because it sort of lets you get really into the depth of things. Uh, there are few brands that each creative strategist typically handles that they get complete ownership on. Uh, typically, the way we've structured the company right now, uh, a creative strategist is anywhere from two to four brands and it lets them really have fun with it. Uh, so this involves two part things. One is inculcating everyday creativity, uh, which of course is an important uh, aspect. But the other aspect is how do we create new creative benchmarks on that, on that brand with impact driven work, uh, which may happen at key junctions. And the creative strategist is usually that foot soldier that's driving that hmm. in terms of execution. Uh, in terms of uh, strategic thinking, in terms of coming up with the communication line, uh, packaging it, and also in terms of the actual craft that goes into building that asset, which may be a script or maybe a social experiment video, whatever it may be. Yeah. But giving it its clothes is really the job of the creative strategist. Yeah. Mm. So I just have one question here, you know, and maybe you know both of you could yeah. chip in, Akshay and Aditya. You know, like there is, uh, there is like two parts to a campaign or rather two parts to working with a business right. or a client uh, and uh, what we see in a client's business is typically there will be times in the year where they're going to be spending a lot of money and that lot of money is going to make a dent and grow the business and then there is going to be the business as usual. Correct. So business as usual, we'll talk a little bit about second on the everyday creativity part uh, from you know the creative team's perspective. Hmm. But when you're doing that deployment of a lot of money to accelerate growth, uh, and you said that, you know, those marquee campaigns, so I, you know, just when we, when you're doing it, like, you know, what, what is the difference of role that a creative lead plays on that versus a creative strategist plays on that versus a group creative manager plays on that? I'm just trying to jump in on that, Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. you know, because we'll have different people joining at different levels. So I just want to make sure that we have distilled clarity on that. Fair. So I think the senior leadership, which would be the creative lead and the group creative manager plays a very pivotal role in identifying what those marquee events in the calendar could be. Uh, also, in some cases, initiating conversation with clients to understand what those openings are, what those white spaces are, what are the uh, problem areas that we can creatively try to fix, hmm. uh, which allows us those opportunities to create amazing things. Hmm. So I think uh, the leadership definitely comes in, in terms of identifying when, where, and then the how of how to deploy is where the creative strategy just sort of comes in. Hmm. But uh, I think uh, the when, where, and what is a lot to do with the creative lead and the group creative manager. Yeah. I think just, just to add, I think the, the creative, lead and the GCM typically are the ones also trying to figure out and I know we spoke about this earlier as well about you know getting the consumer insight in a lot more detail getting the the brief in place which sort of becomes a little more granular so that the teams can can work towards those insights to actually execute content to create right. the copies or whatever so I think from that perspective maybe we can talk a little bit about you know how how does the team really go around deriving some of these insights and how do they go about actually finding the key um, I would say the need gaps or the insights that we can actually pick out as moments to create content around. Maybe you can probably talk about you know some of those experiences with working with brands that actually need a lot of insights to drive their content on the platforms as well. Absolutely. So I think there's two parts to it. One is the extremely organic, traditionally uh, accepted version, which is that creatives will always have 
a lot of observational insight. Uh, right, that's that's the kind of people that we always look to hire. Someone who has a good cultural spread, someone who's been around and through the course of their life able to put together and experience a lot of things that puts them in a situation that once the briefs comes at them, they yeah. can they can you know they can take different aspects of their life and add to it. So I think that's definitely one which is the the more organic, uh, a little bit for free playing uh, field. The other is uh, where, you know, to pointedly arrive at that insight. You know, the first part helps from a storytelling point of view, from the final vehicle that we will actually send the asset down. But from the point of actually understanding uh, what to go after, right. I think research plays a very, very pivotal role. And I think uh, a lot of it comes down to just listening to consumers. Uh, and uh, I think uh, with with our setup that we've built and being able to sort of facilitate that research yeah. and then having that sent to us uh, who can then carve that into a sharply defined insight sharply defined insight and then the part one of you know how to sort of talk to that consumer which yeah. is nuance which is more individualistic and which is more personal that marriage is really uh, where the magic happens yeah i think we spoke about this also in the solutions induction and we'll link that in the in the comments about you know, how we're trying to incorporate a system wherein every every month we're at least talking to five or seven consumers, yeah. um, you know, at a strategic level, plus at the account lead, plus the creative lead positions wherein uh, they're actually interacting with real consumers through facilitations either by our own internal teams like this consumer team Action Bank or then the client sort of allows us to reach out to some of their consumers they already know on their panels uh, who we can reach out to and get these real life insights by talking to them on a one to one basis and i think uh, we've been a part of many immersions across larger companies as well and um, i think just to inculcate that within the dna and the ethos of every creative strategist becomes one of the key agendas as well so anyone who probably joins us as a creative strat will also get uh, a lot of interaction with real consumers yeah, to yeah. to derive those insights i think that becomes an exciting part of the overall creative journey as well because i think you can only get more and more creative the more you understand the consumers 100%, as well right? 100% definitely so here's what i'm seeing right like i'm just seeing that okay you got these three levels yeah. uh, to distill it down you got the creative strategist who's doing a lot of the uh, craft execution yeah. whether it be a script whether it be a way an app is designed whether it be uh, you know just something that an influencer says sure. that that really goes through uh, you have some of the articulation at the creative strategist level, but that's where the creative lead also comes in to just sharpen the articulation and the creative finesse because your creative lead is effectively a super strategist. Correct. So your creative lead is a super strategist who's amazing with craft, who's amazing with, uh, you know, kind of like really watching the creative quality and the direction uh, that each of these uh, brands are taking. And your group creative manager is essentially the one who's deriving the spot or the insights based on the consumer listening uh, and really putting it down there while also simultaneously watching the creative product uh, you know and like and then driving the agenda towards awards and driving the yeah. agenda towards you know how to get this out in the news uh, you know also working collaboratively with all the other teams to ensure the product is really finalized and finished so you know that, i mean that's where the uh, responsibilities are clearly kind of differentiated because uh, you know you got you got at the strategist level execute craft finesse break it down here at the creative lead level you're effectively super strategist right uh, and you're just 
watching craft really, really well and you're ensuring the finishing of the product. Yeah. Um, and at you know the highest level, you're just kind of uh, you're you're kind of identifying the spot, the spot Absolutely. that you will put money on that will resonate with consumers. That's true. I think from a product standpoint, definitely. Also, I think the second part of what a group creative manager does is uh, defines the creative culture, hmm. uh, which I think is also extremely important. Uh, just in terms of team cohesiveness, the way the team is going to be thinking, exposure. Yeah. Uh, you know, being able to give the team opportunities to interact with other creatives outside the company, hmm. experiences outside the company. I think all of that also is something that the group creative manager uh, just is a very important person in sort of defining. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I mean, and just all a lot of the, you know, and I'll just go back to the creative strategist level and let's talk a little bit about the everyday creativity. Um, you know, so while yeah. we talk about campaigns and we go a little bit deeper into campaigns, when we talk about everyday creativity uh, and the creative strategist, you know, what's that relationship like, and you know, how do we, how do we, how should a creative strategist be looking at everyday creativity? I think uh, um, today because sorry, you said like two to four brands. Correct. So Correct. what I understand, two to four brands means out of them, maybe one will always be on campaign between sure. the four. Sure. You're not. You'll hardly have a scenario where all four are on campaign. Correct. And in a given scenario, you'll have one on campaign. So you're spending a lot of time on that. And what do you do with the other three brands or like on the everyday stuff on the other four brands? Right. So I think uh, a big part of it also comes down to defining those opportunities for yourself uh, with that time that you have, right? Uh, so uh, two things that we've been able to facilitate for our creative strategies really well is uh, present them with, the, with, with those opportunities and also give them enough confidence to take that leap of faith. Hmm. Uh, even where... Uh, Historically, uh, we may have not something uh, to go by. I'll give mm. you an example of, let's say, a recent account that we've been doing some amazing everyday creativity on is Porsche, right? It's a new brand for us, but uh, while, of course, legacy-wise, while, uh, it's got brilliant things it's done uh, on, a, on a huge asset level, it was not known as an everyday content brand. Yeah. Uh, but now... What the creative strategist on the brand has been able to very astutely recognize is it's got the legacy, but it's not got, uh, you know, the everyday thing going for it right now. So that's a very exciting playing field hmm. for us to see the brand in that light. Yeah. Uh, so that when, 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 you know, those features come in and those coverages come in and we think of very, very typical brands that own that space, why can't a legacy brand also own that yeah. space? I just want to add a yeah. tweak here, you know, yeah. maybe for the creative strategist, if we may, it's not, so for the solution strategist, every day creativity, for the creative strategist, I think it should be every week creativity. Yeah, Or absolutely. every fortnight creativity, something like that, you know, yeah. which is basically, uh, you know, I think the point you make about is very, very strong, which is that, uh, and we were talking about this in the solutions podcast is that what as a company when we come into a company's bloodstream we basically fuse creativity in there right and you know what you guys are like i mean the uh, the creative strategist really is that extra Steroids. dose yeah. you know like extra dose they're going into the bloodstream which uh, which is even on the everyday stuff i i think we don't want our creatives to be doing stuff every day but thinking about it every day so that at the end of that week that one which lands a punch uh, you know, really lands that really, really big, big punch. And I think uh, that structure actually works very well for the creatives because, you know, you look at it traditionally from an agency standpoint, copywriters tend to pick up all the copy load. 
what that does is at some point it's going to create fatigue and a burnout for you to deliver on those key pieces yes now that our solution strategists are picking up the everyday creativity load and delivering phenomenally on that yeah it lets our uh, creative strategists like you said come in weekly and just add that little bit of magic yeah. or or focus on the bigger pieces yeah i mean if you talk about a brand like porsche also you know you don't need a brand like porsche to be talking every day yeah. in that sense yeah, yeah, so yeah. every day in that sense maybe a push notification every day in that sense maybe a correct. you know like a performance banner which is cool and correct. which delivers on sale correct. but when it comes to the creative highlights and you know we spoke about this in the solutions again which is uh, that it is often can we make a piece of advertising that we know we can easily spend 10 lakh rupees on yeah Uh, to push behind, yeah. so I think that's a lot of what uh, everyday creativity, uh, or every week, or every fortnight creativity entails for the creative strategists. Hundred percent. So I think that's where the difference is really the solution strategists, everyday creativity, creative strategists, every week creativity. Correct. But in that every week creativity, you build up, build up, knock it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. I think a good example of that is also Fabricor, right? Correct. Like coming I mean, where the team has the breathing room to maybe like do. Four or five or seven posts at max per month, yeah. and they have that time to really think of each creative in so much depth and detail that when they come back with those two or three concepts per week, like they are bang on, or 100%. you know, and they of course they do go through iterations and rejections, but uh, in all likelihood, you might get something which is really damn good, which gets Correct. picked up by all the platforms yeah. and and portals also typically. Yeah. Correct. You know, when it comes to opportunities on everyday creativity or every week creativity, rather, you know, another place where we have. creatives not being refreshed as often as every days on yes. our customers websites mm-hmm. uh, you know another place where we see a uh, potential for creativity to really stand out is uh, you know we've all seen zomato's push notifications yeah. Yeah. yeah they're great so you know that's another part of the company which is being built out so well uh, for us where uh, you know we have customers now coming to us saying hey i'm interesting you my website uh, first party data is becoming very very important um, you know i think that as a company is an opportunity for us that we are building towards so i actually want to try and get soul's point of view and aditya's point of view both on you know in traditionally things like everyday or every week creativity have been sitting in the realm of social yeah um and now that realm at least for us as a company is expanding um uh, and i think also naturally for the industry as a whole and for customers business as a whole uh, is expanding so whether it comes to the way seo tags are written or for the way uh, you know the uh, the website even copies, even copies yeah. or media i mean yeah. uh, search ads or email content is or subject email lines subject are lines are written yeah. you know like they therein lies a role yeah um and this is more uh, you know i think this is more directional for the guys joining the company or aspiring to join the company and we'll probably do another podcast on just this aspect uh, in a lot more depth but you know just for people joining in where are, where is our headspace right now maybe if you can give that in terms of a wish list of headspace and you know how you are trying to enable that together sure uh, would be cool so that you know people joining in that's the intention that they coming in yep. with so uh, did you want to go first i think uh, where a lot of the excitement lies is uh, on, on a platform level there's a lot that you can do with tech Uh, which goes beyond uh, uh, you know what people typically think of just what's a, a possible on social today uh, even i even if it's very simplistic integrations with social in terms of you know a bot that you create or some sort of innovation that you create on platform 
uh, can really redefine the experience. Mm. Uh, so I think the idea is definitely to keep working towards those. Uh, that while of course on craft in terms of copy and things like that, we will always stay relevant and we'll always do magical things. But how can we also make the medium the message? Hmm. And how can we do something very, very interesting with the platform and the tech that in itself becomes the message? Hmm. Uh, there's something that we're in fact working with Castrol right now. It's, the campaign hasn't gone live, so I won't speak about it. But which allows us, uh, which is which is similar and is in that space that can yeah. enable us to do some amazing. Maybe things. in case yeah. when we are live, uh, if it's live, we'll have it. Yeah. You know the screens popping, but right. yeah. yeah, but yeah, I think you guys are doing something with the uh, with with AI. Correct. There. Correct. Yeah. So uh, so that's that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Also, what's just to add to what you're saying, what, what, like you rightly said, you know, making the platform the medium uh, medium of communication. One of the things that technology enables is to have that one-to-one -one conversation with the person who's interacted with you. And I think that's where, and content is, lies at the heart of everything that we do. So whether it's through technology, whether it's through driving communication through social media, uh, I think the key is to understand that, okay, using this content, how can I have a one-to-one -one conversation with my customers' customers, and how can I sort of get them to engage with my brand? So. I think if I had to give one piece of advice to any creative strategist or anyone in the creative team joining in within joining Shebang is not to limit yourself with what can I do with technology. So if today there's possibly anything and everything that you can think of is doable with the means of technology, it's a question of sort of having that conversation uh, internally within the teams and understanding, hey, you know what, how can we do this and if we have to do this, how do we make this happen? Yeah. Correct. So uh, let's not limit, I would say like not to limit yourself with or how are we going to actually end up doing this, how much it's going to cost. Let's get their idea in place and yeah. then sort of technology will automatically work itself yeah. to make that happen. Yeah, no, I, and I think the point that you make also, you know, because we're kind of using this induction also as a, I mean, it's induction plus it's an open invitation for those who wish to join yeah. us. So if you're considering us for a job, then you yeah. know, this is, this is the job that you're getting in and these are the people you're working with or the kind of conversations you're working with. Also, just want to put it out there that, you know, this is a direction for the company that we are working more strongly towards, where I think what you said is the idea of giving technology a face or idea of humanizing the yeah. technology yeah. and building that experience is yeah. where, you know, where the world is, is now about and that's yeah. where the next generation of creatives we want to drive this company that way, you know, because yeah. it's an example that you gave of a, a chatbot or if you're building tomorrow, you know, you're going to have a metaverse where yeah. a brand store, which is an e-brand store, is going to be a metaverse. So yeah. how does the visual look really? How does, you know, how do people interact with that? Yeah. You know, inside the metaverse, do you just pick it up or do you like, and then it comes into your hands yeah. or yeah. like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. creative possibilities are endless there. Absolutely. So I think that bit is what we want to encourage our uh, yeah. creative you teams know, also. Creativity and technology both have been the drivers of economy in the last couple of years. Mm. If you if you look at it that way, it's actually the creative minds thinking about making something possible and it's technology that's actually enabled yeah. the evolution of technology and that's actually made it happen. So it's I think like the creative guys need to just think about what they want to do and let the technology guys work with them to make that happen. I think the, when both of them come together, we've anyway seen wonders happen, we've seen metaverse coming up right now, we've seen yeah. how sort of delivering food across from one city to the other, from one part of the city to the other within 30 minutes has been made possible. I think it's just a question of two minds wanting to make things happen, one the enabler and one sort of feeding in the idea, I think that's, that's, that's yeah. important. 
Yeah, and I think you know, with uh, the great part is that with the structure, with two to four brands, yeah. for a you know between a junior and senior strategist, uh, this idea of really immersing yourself into also building the every week big hit, uh, also immersing into exploring the tech yeah. as well as then driving the craft of. Uh, you know, communication that a client spends a lot of money on. I think just for, you know, for the sake of the guys joining us is also, you know, typically when a client is spending money anywhere between 10 lakh to 50 lakh on an asset or a crore to build an asset with us, a creative yeah. asset, essentially what they're entrusting us, saying that on that one crore asset, I'm going to put another 15 crores. Mm. And using that 15 crores, I'm going to gain disproportionate amount of market share. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, I mean, most of the customers are spending and parking their money with us for disproportionate gain of market share. I mean, right. maybe boring for some of the creative folk. But that's the, you know, that's the framework with which why they're interesting their money with us. And now that's where sharpening that message, that's where really talking to consumer, that's where, you know, kind of making sure that that message really hits the ball. That when the consumer sees it, yeah, that's, they, they really got me, man, and I want to buy that product. Uh, you know, that bit really comes in there. So just shifting gears to the creative lead. You know, your creative lead is, uh, you, you guys move uh, creative leads up or rather we move creative leads into position once they've been amazing as strategists. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, so what are some of those things, uh, the quality of the creative lead, uh, you know, maybe to Akshay, to yeah. Aditya, you know, where, where do you guys see yeah. the... So I, I think one is, yeah, of course, I mean, seniority plays a big role in, in becoming a creative yeah. lead. Like you need to spend those two, two and a half, three years of also writing good copy because mm -hmm. eventually um, while you are going to be delegating, you're also somewhere doing a lot of that as well. And you, you got to like differentiate between a good and a bad copy. And, um, and I think the kind of people probably moved up to becoming creative leads, even as Shebang have been the ones who've come with a lot of drive and initiative to a, of course, understand the consumers well, understand the brand well, and of course, have that fire to really do good work. Um, and again, I think we've been very fortunate enough to have a lot of homegrown creative leads who moved up from junior strat to senior strat. Now they've become, uh, you know, uh, account, uh, sorry, creative leads at, at Shebang. So I think what we look out for during the promotions is, I think, very, very clearly that you know, people who have that drive and motivation to want to understand the consumer and the brand together and then of course do some good work along the way. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Yeah. And just to add to that, I think also intrinsically want to have fun, right? I think that's a yeah. big part of it because uh, we're living in a very exciting time. You know, if you think about it, creatives uh, typically have always had very fixed mediums to play on. You know, just going back to the point that you guys were also making. Uh, today, what tech is enabling and allowing us is not saying that, okay, you have only that print ad or that TV commercial to make. You can literally do anything. Let, let the idea drive it, yeah. right? Uh, and I think anyone who shows us the ability to think like that, yeah. Uh, for us is anyway a good indicator of someone. Also very collaborative, right? Like because you know what we see is uh, we kind of seeing and I love giving this analogy that you know if I, I know that creative and solutions work very integrated in this company. Correct. So uh, you know if you're and particularly on that large campaign entrustment and then simultaneously with the account managers at the tech end there is now greater integration but what we are trying to see is that clients entrusted us go out and do that campaign yeah. and solutions team is somewhere you know, kind of the airplane which the client flies with every day. Uh, and then you have, during that campaign mode, the creative lead and the creative strategist is coming on as extra jet boosters to just like really supercharge that plane. 
and uh, you know there you need a very collaborative attitude because you're going to yeah. be working with a director you're going to be working with your uh, you know most probably you're working with the group solutions manager and the vice president at solutions and you're going to be working with somebody in tech to build some stuff uh, you know so that attitude of working with people and inspiring people actually a lot of what we are looking for in that oh without a doubt and also externally because that collaboration will also happen at a client level where that relationship needs to be extremely strong uh, when that marquee time to do something happens you can't just be showing up with a presentation yeah. right it's it's got to be built over the year hmm. and and i think all interactions that our leads have with our clients yeah. are phenomenally strong and we have that relationship of a partnership a true partnership yeah, yeah. that kind of like that that's what excites them to look forward to seeing okay what is this yeah. creative lead going to say today yeah what we also going to link below is this you know we're doing this uh, session with also just all our creative leads yeah so excited to do that yeah. and we're going to link that also below so i think what you're talking about a little bit of the magic of what goes on when you present and some of those crazy stories we also want to do there right. so again if you're i mean if you're doing this induction with us or you're considering us as a career you know this solutions one this one and the and the creative leads one will be a lot of fun for you guys for sure uh, it's uh, you know 3 odd hours well spent uh, for you guys so uh, yeah i think that's that will be that's amazing actually that point of the showmanship of creativity definitely uh, you know because you you that is what makes or breaks the pitch yeah, i think Correct. i think you've seen like creativity actually coming into a meeting singing a song yeah. doing a dance <laughs> performance acting out something and yeah i know like a lot of that's happening virtually right now but in the past we've had Absolutely. like really enactments happening to present a script and i think that's the beauty of uh, really getting into the skin of the character of the writing you're doing and then trying to sell the idea to the client yeah. because you yourself are so convinced by it that you really want to like you yeah. know put a best best foot forward to get it happen yeah. yeah and i think uh, uh, also uh, enabling them with the freedom to do that right yeah. Yeah. i think that's uh, what really helps is that our creative leads don't have to worry about oh i have to go through 10 rounds of approval to hmm. uh, wear my hair down today hmm. you know i think that's also important Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think that that free spirited creative culture is something yeah, that free yeah. spirit building that relationship to be able to also constantly sort of give ideas, throw ideas at the client. Yeah. I think that happens over a period of time like you said you got to build that relationship to be able to it's okay if this client says no this time because yeah. you're not going to get disheartened by it and mm. say okay I'm not going to go back to this client again. If you build that relationship with them it's easier for you to then keep throwing ideas at them and then getting them yeah. approved. I think I mean just pick up on the keyword like even creative culture I think that that in itself is something that we pride ourselves on yeah. and I know you've been pretty much instrumental in building a lot of the culture maybe you want to talk about some of the initiatives that we also have within the teams that we do currently to also get them to become better creative you know uh, i mean thinkers or doers in that sense hmm. because i think for all the people who want to join even shabang going forward maybe um, for them it becomes a learning experience on the job and i think we do, we do a lot of that at shabang we even right. talk about how we build the entire creative culture at shabang absolutely so i think a uh, core to that is um, uh, i think being students of the world i think across uh, you know if you look at creatives who are phenomenal at their job uh what makes them really good is uh, they are able to dabble with a lot of things mm. uh, right they have lot of areas of interest they have lot of like unique uh, things that they love and they are small passion projects okay. uh, which really help them fire creatively so what we've tried to do uh, is keep that at the heart of the process so we've tried to do that in two ways one is within the set of people that we have within the 50 people that we have in bombay 
we have a phenomenal palette of people, each of whom have different interests, things that they love, things that they do, things that they love to read about, all those kinds of things. One is how can we just kind of facilitate that and use that as an opportunity to learn from each other, right? A, a person has gone around the country storytelling. What can I vicariously learn through that person? Uh, uh, someone else is passionate about, let's say, football and uh, is passionate about management in football. How can that be applied to creative management? Uh, so I think the thing is that uh, what we try and do is find these uh, interplays uh, between things that people love to do and sort of how they can add that energy. Someone loves to do trivia nights and you know how that trivia night culture sort of helps that person keep themselves informed about what's happening in the world. And we have stand-up comedians as well. A stand-up comedian as well. So I think part one is that. Part two of it is um, externally how do we bring people into our space uh, that lets our creatives do two things. One on a, on a, on a functional level of upskilling. So purely on craft, how do we bring that polish how do we bring a planner who sort of helps us think about something or you bring a screenwriter who tells us about how do we write uh, because a lot of us are also homegrown creatives yeah no i think just want to add in there again uh, you know if you are you are joining us or just started to work with us then you know one of the things that we would love to understand is who we can work with yeah you know who who from your circle of the creative life that you are living can we pull in uh, and work and you know structure a commercial arrangement with to build uh, some kind of a training program with or build some kind of a advisory program with you know that's something that we constantly looking to do and I think that there's many examples of that within our system so uh, you know if you do choose to join us then that's uh, that's something that's uh, definitely that, that you're going to enjoy absolutely so uh, just going back I think one is uh, plainly about just sort of upskilling and just bringing people who through their experience in different domains can teach us uh, and uh, I think there's a lot to learn from that and the second is uh, more experiential so it may be you know attending an event or doing things that sort of just uh, give us a little bit of push in terms of how we think and just let us have a fun time. Yeah. Uh, whether you know it's uh, uh, whether it's a fun workshop that we do or things like that, just the, just that you know you need a little bit of uh, a thing to just run some fun f creative activities that are not agenda driven, hmm. but uh, just let you have fun. Uh, so I think that's the way we've defined it. Yeah. And just coming back a bit to the creative lead, you know, I think yeah. we spoke about in the solutions uh, uh, induction podcast also about the account lead being yeah. very responsible for the creative brief and the difference between a business brief and a creative brief. And, uh, you know, I think just one more point I want to add is that the creative lead is kind of like also working with the account lead to ensure that the brief is that creative brief. Right. Uh, so that when it goes to the creative strategist, they've got a chewable creative brief, yeah. um, which is backed with a lot of consumer insight yeah. uh, and then really interpreting that consumer insight and sparking of ideas to the teams saying, you know, this is where you could really take it. So there's a spark as well as there is the craft and there is the responsibility very importantly to ensure that the, uh, you know, the account lead is giving a strong creative brief. Mm. So I mean, almost a gatekeeping of that sense. Um, and then you got to look at a, you know, group creative manager who's kind of doing this culture stuff that you're doing, which is about like, which is what you're talking about, which is all of the environment creation, which is about like allowing creatives to thrive. Yeah. Uh, which is also, I think, very big role in our company as enabler, right? Yeah. Like, really just 
moving mountains to ensure that look we've got that press coverage on it we've got uh, afax e4m ad gully everybody's excited about this particular campaign that we're doing um, really checking whether that campaign has a litmus in terms of you know will it really accelerate on the awards uh, will it get the industry talking about things you know that's what uh, the group creative manager really at that level is also then doing while i mean i think it's also important to point out that uh, you know all of the strategic work and the creative lead work is what is then expected of the group creative manager also Definitely. goes without saying that it's a wrap up so you got to be good at all of that stuff to be able to reach here correct uh, you know but then there's this additional stuff that kind of comes in yeah 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 so uh, yeah just about the group creative manager a little bit you know apart from whatever this was you know as you see it uh, being added to to the mix of what we do at shebang for a group creative manager so uh, i think we've spoken about the culture piece i think uh, definitely craft is also something that's very very important uh, in terms of just adding that finesse i know that already happens at a fairly good level at a creative lead stage but the group creative manager is sort of the last mile in terms of making sure that that packaging is really award winning uh, yeah. in in a sense so i think uh, um, uh, craft is something that's going to continue to be very important uh, for the group creative manager uh also i think uh, yeah it's important to uh, mention that when we look at craft we say the you know the merger of art copy art and, and experience copy. right uh, you know all of those things uh, together absolutely absolutely yeah all three and uh, the i think the last thing also is to proactively uh, look at further creating more opportunities right so we've already spoken about uh, uh the methodical way of when a client sends you that client brief you turn that into a creative brief and then you and then you turn that into an asset but a lot of the times we worked phenomenal campaigns without a creative brief because we have identified opportunities written our own creative brief gone back to the client mapped that with their business needs and then uh, delivered a strong campaign to them so a lot of that proactive thinking having that eye for you know being able to see okay even even if i haven't got that brief on my desk right now can i potentially write that for myself yeah uh provided of course it makes sense for the client so i think that's a big part of it okay amazing so yeah. i think uh, we're kind of coming to the end of this one because it's a little more focused yeah um so yeah i'm looking forward to you know the next one that we do with all the creative leads which we're going to link down there um and uh, yeah so actually aditya thanks so much for breaking it through in so much detail and thanks akshay for bringing that perspective on you know how the interplay works and so will the direction you know where we can go so we've kind of got this and uh, yeah if you've seen it so far then we are really grateful that you've spent this time with us to try and you know figure this out consider us as a career and if you've already joined us then thank you so much because um, you know i think a lot of the stuff that's spoken here we look forward to you executing it adding to it raising the benchmarks i think uh, you know the concluding kind of sentiment that i'm getting from this is is that is that this creative team if you are joining this creative team of ours it is it is one of the most intelligent teams that we have inside of this company and drives a lot of where this company is going to go so i'm so excited with the new set of people that are going to work with us and uh, looking forward to work with all of you just one last thing if i may just add i think while we've sharply defined what each role means and that will continue to play a very important role i think one of the things that we also pride ourselves at is democratization right so an idea coming from any corner of the room is valued 
whether it's in your job description or not, if if it if it's worth the merit and if it's worth someone, why what's stopping a creative strategist from defining creative culture? Nothing. Uh, you know what is what is stopping a creative strategist from stop, uh, from telling a creative lead, no, we can push ourselves further on craft. Nothing. So all these lines are also uh, can quickly be blurred if there is someone who wants to show that drive and wants to push themselves, yeah. because that will always uh, be the case. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. Let's win cool. with creativity. <laughs>